Hello, friends. How are you doing this morning? So I felt compelled after doing the interview with Nancy to sort of uh, share with you my experience uh, as a California investor who once considered investing in Texas. Uh, as you heard during Nancy's interview, she's in Dallas. Uh, she's uh, been very, very successful in the Dallas market. And um, now because of property taxes, she is looking elsewhere, as she sort of indicated uh, in her interview. But I wanted to sort of, you know, cover a couple of things because um, as I highlight in our book, back in 2008, uh, we were kind of at a crossroads, right? California had gotten too expensive. Maybe it was 2007, whenever. Got too expensive for houses. Uh, and as it turns out, it was, it was all fake and, and financially driven and all of that. But we were left at a crossroads because we knew we couldn't get any bigger. Uh, we wouldn't overpay. And uh, so we looked out of state. Um, we actually looked at three markets in Texas, um, Dallas, Austin, and even San Antonio. And uh, we contemplated buying a cul-de-sac actually in, in San Antonio, which was, I think, four or five fourplexes just in this little cul-de-sac. We were going to own the street, right? And, um, you know, we looked at Austin for single family homes right around the college and, and some other stuff. But, you know, it really came down to the fact that we didn't want to grow a team and we were uncomfortable with their property tax system. Um, and as it turns out, that being uncomfortable probably saved us. Because again, remember, we're buy and hold investors, right? We were working full-time jobs. Our goal was to have cash flow pay for our bills. Our jobs at the time were not to buy and flip. They weren't to wholesale. They were simply buy, produce cash flow, and move on. And what we saw in Texas 10 years ago was property taxes were a variable that we couldn't control and seemingly always would go up. Now, we had no idea they would go up to the degree they have. And we now see some California investors letting their Texas properties go which means they've been alligators for a while and they simply don't cash flow and they're giving them back to the banks. We had no idea it would get this bad, but realize where we were, right? If you just think California and Texas without really looking at the numbers, Texas wins every time, right? Evictions, Texas wins, right? There's, I hear you can get them out in three days and even if it's 10 days, much faster in Texas. Um, you know, more consistent pricing or values, Texas wins, right? There are less ups and less downs, right? California is really high, it's really lows, right? Um, as far as, you know, business owners, Texas wins, right? Very sort of Republican leaning where California is not, right? So on paper, or at least from a business sense, you would think Texas would win. But as a buy and hold investor, we were uncomfortable because again, we just, we just, we just, frowned upon a, a, a property tax system that seemingly would squeeze any cash flow we earned out of the system. So I wanted to share this because I don't know that most people would have made the same bet 10 years ago. We stayed in California and we're really, really happy we have. Everything is doubled or tripled in value. Um, rents are up 30, maybe 40%. Uh, we have Prop 13, so my property taxes have gone up minuscule uh, and cash flow thus has gone up a bunch. So again, as a buy and hold investor, 
owning California real estate is a good thing, even if evictions take longer, even if regulation is more tenant friendly than landlord friendly. Build that into the system. Plan for vacancies, plan for evictions. You can't plan for yearly rises in property taxes. The, the way it's set up, and again, in my opinion, I've never owned a piece in real estate in Texas, so tell me if I'm wrong, but seemingly every year when rents go up, property taxes go up and you're net even or even negative. So again, I'm really happy we stayed in California. It's only the market we know. I get it. Texas is a lot more landlord friendly as far as regulations and evictions, but boy, those property taxes, you know, I couldn't have retired if owning Texas real estate, and that's a shame. So again, owning California properties is a good thing. If you can own pride of ownership rentals uh, in a market like Fresno, that makes sense. If you have interest in understanding what we're providing, we're selling houses under 200 grand, fully leased, fully remodeled. And lots of people are liking them. So if you have any interest in adding some California real estate to your portfolio, if you live in California and like Prop 13, why go out of state? when you can get a house for under 200K that's already leased and repaired. So in the end, uh, I just felt compelled after watch or listening to Nancy's talk and talking about Texas and property taxes to sort of share my experience because, boy, we looked really, really hard. And I had no idea if it would work out or not because we could have been wrong. We could have been dead wrong. Uh, but as it works out, uh, a variable pricing or, rent or uh, property taxes like Texas that seemingly only go up and go up big, not a good thing for landlords. And I would not be retired if I owned property in Texas. And that's a shame. So I'm really, really glad I own stuff in California. And if you want to own some more, uh, send me an email at mzuber at one rental at a time, all one word. Again, mzuber, Z-U-B-E-R at one rental at a time.com or leave a comment below and I'll reach out and uh, we can get you on the buyers list and tell you about some projects coming up. All right. Have a great day. Take care.